What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show with the Kings, a pro wrestling podcast. I am Justin, here with Meals, and also my acai bowl that I'm eating right now. What's up, Meals? I mean, drink, eating a Starburst. <laughs> well, I was about to say it's 1030, but it's not 1030 over there. No, it's definitely 133 in p.m. <laughs> but with that said, what's up, everybody? How you guys doing? We all good post-WrestleMania. Well, first of all, happy belated birthday, bro. Come on now. Hey, hello. Yeah, it was my birthday. How did, yeah. how did that work out for you? How does that? How does getting I, older continue to go? <laughs> well, I, was, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind. I think getting older is fire. <laughs> like, I feel like I've said this so many times. Getting older is fire when you have stuff to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. getting older is fucking fire, bro. Like, there's nothing and, better than this. And one, we're like, I've, I've also said this. I said this on my birthday. I feel like we're generally... We're the most good-looking generation of 30s that's uh-huh. probably ever existed, ever. 100%. 100%. <laughs> I look at, like, 1984, and you look at, like, let's look at all the guys in WWF or something along those lines. Them cracks was cracking, bro. Oh, everyone look 50. <laughs> <laughs> only Bruh. They look nuts. Like seeing people from the 30s and early 40s and like the 90s and 80s, I'm like, yo, y'all look ancient, bro. Like, what? Except um, who's Arn Anderson's son that looks like he's fucking 42 anyway right now, but he's way younger than any of us. Like, I forgot his name. I forget, but that man, listen, getting older is more fire when you have stuff to look forward to, when you have things to um, enjoy, um, people to enjoy. And all types of methods to, you know, fa- uh, facial routines and like yeah. diet and all this other stuff like that. I, like, we- and I think one thing that I learned at the tail end of thirty five was like having a good skincare routine. Like, do you see my new pictures I took? I take I take pictures every year for my birthday because that, that's I'm amazing. Like- I have not <laughs> reached that part of my <laughs> self confidence journey, but go off. Because I want to see my where I was at. You know what I mean? So, like, every picture that I take, like, last year, I was like, oh, man, you know, these pictures, that you know, t- I took them the same day that we took our black print um, kind of promo shots. Right. And then the year before that, I was like, oh, man, I'm I, I'm going to be doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can, I can, it's a capsule. You know what I'm saying? Now, do you find somebody? Do you have somebody you know with, like, a studio and everything? Or like- yeah, I got, I got my guy, Richard. Um, he used to do product shots for um, Union. Um, Ooh, okay, yeah. So, like, he does, he did the Soleil. I don't know if you've ever seen the Soleil Benbury Crocs, um, um, the, the Crocs photos and stuff like that. No, he, I haven't seen them go off. Well, he did the, he did the, he did the ad, like, the ads for that. He does stuff for the NBA. Like, he, he's a really awesome guy. Um, he actually was friends with my wife in high school, so that's how we met. And um, so every year I'm like, "Hey, it's that time again." And he's like, "Hey, pull up," you know. So, hey man, that's lit. Shout out to friends. Shout out to just acquaintances. Shout out to community. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, awesome dude. He I, loves the show, by the way. I have my first. I wouldn't say my first bout. I mean, the continuing bout of oldness. So, Jamal and I have been doing this. Uh, we're we're trying to get back on our fitness shit. Uh-huh. Um. So we've been running like the 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 minimum is like we're starting and like okay let's run two miles like run two miles let's see if we can do this first of all two miles I'm not a runner I'm built for comfort but I <laughs> what <laughs> I 
nonetheless, I still do it. I mean, I like running, but like lately I've been in my walking bag because it's like it was it's cold out. I'm not really trying to like sweat, run, um white people run in shorts. If it's cold, I'm that's the furthest thing that I'm doing. I'm in a full big puffer jacket walking down the street if I'm walking. Um so we've been doing this yesterday was probably the third day in a row man my back said nah you didn't stretch enough fam <laughs> you did not i got to out and i was making such a good pace which is why this shit sucks so bad like i was i was probably going to beat whatever shit i had the day before and then my back was like nah you ain't stretching enough fam and it completely like went out on me like probably 1.25 miles in so i had to walk the rest the rest three quarter miles and it was like one of my slowest times ever i was like damn meanwhile you know jamal he's still in his 20s and shit he's just cruising bruising you know losing me yeah we 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 all we're all gonna slow down he's gonna slow down too yeah i mean looking at his his easter picture he looked like he slowed down years ago (laughs) He had a like a candy striper. <laughs> My man came in in the Chris Brown popping fit. <laughs> I think the um I think the wackiest part about um my birthday was that it was on a Sunday, and um just a weird day to have a birthday, and it was Easter. So it like was Easter, yeah, that's a major thing too. Yeah, so my birthday wasn't the biggest thing on that day. <laughs> no, clearly not. Clearly not. But I mean, to be honest with you, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm gonna keep it a buck, 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 buck. I didn't remember it was Easter. <laughs> I didn't. Who did? Who did? I didn't remember it was fucking Easter. I was like, bro, what? Okay. I was like, oh, oh yeah. I mean, that's a thing. But like, Easter is not. I don't get the day off for Easter. No offense. But you know what? I feel like it's sacrilegious for us not to get the day off before or after easter or now i think about it we'll, ne- we'll never get the day off for easter but like the good friday yeah sure. yeah a little bit sacrilegious a little bit crazy actually now you think about I, it I, I don't know if it's sacrilegious i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna move myself to the right a little bit so that you can get struck <laughs> by lightning so sure um, <laughs> you know the resurrection baby come on yeah i'm not fucking I'm that. Sure. <laughs> i'm sure you would you would love us to be home and enjoy more time with our families for that yeah, I mean, um, it is it, it it is definitely like i do feel like good friday should be part of that but um i don't know well, it was, send your ass home early you know yeah saying? exactly Half exactly day. but I, I had a good um i had a good birthday it was it was chill i think i think really i celebrated the week before at mania though when i had everybody here and you know we we, we did a lot of really cool stuff and <clears throat> it, yeah, it was, i heard all the your surprise adventures uh you can't surprise me on black print you can't surprise you no, oh. it can't surprise me. It's right. impossible. I feel like too many people. Well, yeah, nah. I feel like it's very, very hard to surprise people. I'm open to being surprised. No one surprises me. They don't even try. <laughs> <laughs> like motherfuckers don't try to surprise me. I just don't get anything. Like but, I'm, um, I'm open. You just got to have a, a good plan. I'm, I'm on. I'm very. I'm a very suspicious person. <laughs> mm. I'm very yes. suspicious. I, I, I'm like what, what. Well, so let me let me poke holes in whatever they were doing because I listened to the story that you told, and the first thing was going in a completely different direction and no one talking to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was like, that was 
we would have not have i would have had an entire like thing written up and filled yep. in for everybody like i would have had an entire scheme that's what i had say, like <laughs> that's what i had i said i don't know what it is but i think the moment i was like i don't know why it is you know what i'm and saying say mark is what was the, the thing mark gotta go use the bathroom <laughs> or something it was mark saw some place he wanted to see and, and i appreciate pat for for trying to throw some throw my wife some bail but listen man she gotta she gotta step it up yeah it's a little bit nah because because it. it was it was too noticeable. Listen, you gotta lie like Cody Rhodes, baby. You gotta yeah. really <laughs> great face, <laughs> <laughs> right to your face, right on camera, and Preach then high five yourself all after the fact. Yeah, we did that. Lying yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I, I appreciate you know, I appreciate the vibes. I appreciate you know what they did. Like, I, I loved it, but it was like she's gonna get better. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm clearly the surpriser of the household. She's gonna get better. I'm a, I'm a very big surpriser. But, you know. <laughs> that sounds bad. No, sometimes it is. I may pop up and I'm not supposed to be there. But <laughs> that sounds even worse. Okay, uh, do you want to update on the greatest um combat sports show out right now? Bigger than UFC? I mean, might as well. I mean, it's it's been a couple weeks, so might as well hear what's going on in uh in this. Oh, okay. So here we are. Baddies West. Update. All By right. the way, there was a big UFC event over the week. <laughs> Wait, just a heads up. Not bigger than this, though. It wasn't bigger than Baddies West, I'm sure. And uh, Chris Sean Rock has quit the show after slapping Natalie Nunn in the face. Damn, that seems like a lame way to quit a show. <laughs> well, because she felt as though Natalie was disrespecting her by treating her like a little sister and uh, taking her chaser. From her drink, taking her chaser, and um, she felt disrespected. Natalie wouldn't wouldn't pay her any attention. She slaps her in the face. Natalie goes off, attacks her other friend, Scotty. That was a uh, that was a W for Natalie. She beat her ass for no reason, by the way. <clears throat> um, and then Natalie proceeded to drink orange juice out of the bottle, spilling it all over herself, mm. and said that she was acting like Krishan. <laughs> you have to see the scene. You have to see the scene to believe it. It is. It took me back to like the two thousands of of Bad Girls Club and Real World and stuff of just how absurd the scene was when she was just taking things out the refrigerator, drinking it and dribbling it and letting it fall all over herself. That shit is nasty, bro. First of all, it would have been hotter if she was actually hot. <laughs> well, you know what? These ladies built for impact. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> <laughs> there, uh, but that's a listen, man. Krishan not on the show. That's a major hit. You know what I'm saying? Um, hopefully she joins the actual UFC at this point. I mean, it, it seems like they land anybody in at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, th- there wasn't a big fight, but next week's episode, I would advise anyone to just drop the five, pay the five, get Zeus. It is the Bay Area Brawl episode. Um, Tommy and Stunner Girl. Stunner Girl, if you have not heard of her, she was uh, someone who allegedly kidnapped someone and locked them inside of a dog cage for weeks. Um, they get, yeah. And is allowed on the show? And is being paid and funded and all types of other things? Not in jail. You feel me? Stunner Girl. Great, greatest, greatest combat sport. <laughs> this is... 
in the game. Looking at, looking at her on Instagram. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> Gotta stay booked and busy somehow. You know what I'm saying? These are just, these are the new reality pillars of our generation. Twenty years from now, when uh when kids look back at TV, it was like they weren't doing it like how Krishan and Stunner Girl was doing it. No, <clears throat> not at all. I, they they are the next generation, bro. And Krishan, let let me just be clear, bro. Krishan is a fucking star. I don't know why she wasn't in Mania Hollywood. Probably because they ain't have enough security to fuck. Like, <laughs> 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 oh fuck. You heard Nikon capping about how no one has fought in the. <laughs> we haven't had a fought. We haven't had a fight in our um in our audience in years, in at least fifteen years. I was like, they haven't. It was a fight, literally, like on night two <laughs> between a Cody fan and a Roman fan. I think <laughs> that's nuts. Well, that's nuts. That is nuts. Um, it's real. Hey, the end. The, the power is back. The energy is back. Okay. Hey man, oh. nah, because you know what. The, I've seen like one of my first house shows I've ever been to. I've definitely there was like a gr- clearly like a drunk group in our section, and they were annoying everyone with our chant and stuff like that. And they were getting to the point where there was actually going to be a fight, and then security pulled up and was like, "Actually, we need to take you aside." But actually, no fight. <laughs> no, nah, there was no fight. But you know what? Have better etiquette. People need better etiquette with all this stuff like that. Like, relax. Like, you know, calm it down. Um, is there any is there any news? Let's get some. Let's get to the host bar because we got a special like cool thing we're gonna do today. We're gonna do it all today. Listen, it might be even incorporated in the host bar. To be honest with you, we might have to we might have to look up uh, a couple other things here. But like, all right, so what's in the news today? What the what are, what is the wrestling street saying or doing or f- being fired from or something? Well I, well, I guess the biggest news of the week is, I mean, it wasn't treated as if it was big and. At least in ratings wise, uh, and just conversation wise, because I mean it's literally not being talked about at all anymore. Uh, Jay White signed to AEW mm. week on Dynamite. I know you guys have heard uh, Cyrus and Quan of the War Report. They talked about this last week. We haven't got a chance to talk about it yet, so I want to know your thoughts, Mills, on Jay White um, joining AEW. It was it was alleged that he was going to be joining WWE. There was a news report that came out that said that WWE. Had originally had conversations with him back in January. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of uh, kind of petered off uh, as the as the year as kind of the months went on, um, and they you know a lot of people think that it was a hiring freeze or there is a hiring freeze going on due to the sale which was impending at the time, uh, and that led to the the communication breaking down between Jay and the WWE, and which led Tony Khan to kind of slide him that offer that got him in the AEW. So, what did you feel about? It? I felt like he stuck to the rivers and lakes that he's used to. I felt like he clearly, um, I think, I feel like as a wrestler, I mean, I know you don't really like go to any kind of like really higher education like most wrestlers, but there's got to be a sense of you really weighing business options and finding out what's the best business for you. Yeah. For Jay White. Maybe the situation for him is that it works less states. That's usually why people pick AEW. It's less states. It just is what it is. You get to stay home. You get to do all this other stuff. But reality-wise, if you want to maximize your potential in every facet imaginable, you go to WWE. Even if 
you don't become a major star in WWE, even if you become a moderate star in WWE. If you are in, if you, if Chad Gable decides right now he's not re-signing, you're paying Chad Gable <laughs> because <laughs> he's feature, he's been featured on television. He's a notable name. He's a great wrestler, and that's the visibility is like what you're paying for. Jay White is never gonna be. I, I, I'm interested with all these these people. Jay White is never going to be more than Jay White is right now. Right. That's just clearly what it is. Like even Jay White, presentation, even presentation wise, you can't really change. He can't really like change what he is because you come into AEW, you are you like everyone who comes in there is kind of are what they are. Right. There has been rare, very, very rare occurrences in AEW where there's actually been like character development or any transition of coming up with a brand new character that wasn't developed on the indies or developed by the star themselves. They have no actual strong input into who they are. The only ones I could probably see is Julia Hart, which apparently <laughs> fucking has stands. Um, the Who else is someone that's been like, developed by i mean jade cargill to an extent but like jade cargill to be honest with you is that really like the gimmick like she's just kind of i mean most jamaicans act like that anyway um (laughs) so (laughs) like she's there's not much that's gonna happen jay white could win the aew world championship and it really wouldn't change how he's seen or perceived or any of it which to me is like, I feel like now you're, we're going to reach the same point in three years and be wondering like, damn, either one, um, they they really fumbled Jay White, or two, like, I don't know, he's just a champion and it, it just is what it is. I, I I think that, I'm not mad at him signing. I, I didn't ever expect him to sign WWE in the, in the first place. You know why? Because signing there would take away a lot of the character he's already developed. I don't know if he's ready right now to do that. You know what I mean? Like to be the the character that they would change him into. He likes to cuss and bleed and all that stuff. And it's like, I just never saw, like, I, I feel like he does work like a specific style. Like I feel like he does, he could translate into that style very easily that they work at, you know, in, in, the, in the United States. But I, I think that for what he's doing right now, that's his lane. <clears throat> and it might be comfortable for him and you know he might have teased that you know that he was going to go to WWE and that might have been his thing but I think my issue is that like he went to AEW and the, ex- the exact thing happens that with everyone who goes there is that something happens that takes away their heat immediately he gets their meals and he's right back in the bullet club he's right back in that orbit and it's like that you had a chance to do something different with this guy and you just choose not to or he he chose not to or but I'm just saying how could you be in that group for four or five years, leave it, have a whole farewell uh, storyline, right? Right. And go right back into that. Like, I, I just don't, I, I, is, if he's happy with that, then I guess that's cool, but it just doesn't, you know, it doesn't make him a compelling character to me personally. Can I, I want to interest you. This is our first kind of like foray to what we're doing with this episode. Okay. <laughs> so this episode is a little bit different than most episodes. So, what we're going to introduce, this may become a thing. Um, <laughs> we're going to be the first wrestling podcast to introduce AI to the wrestling podcast. <laughs> because I have chat GBT open. And you know what I typed in just now? 
I said, Chat GBT, can you create a program for Jay White if he went to WWE? And they said, certainly, here's a program for Jay White if he were to join WWE. First, Jay White <laughs> could make his debut on an episode of SmackDown, interrupting a segment involving a top babyface wrestler like Kevin Owens. He could cut a scathing promo, proclaiming himself to be the switchblade of WWE and challenging anyone in the locker room to face him in the ring. In his first few matches on SmackDown, White could establish himself as a ruthless and cunning heel, using his technical prowess and dirty tactics to pick up wins over mid-card wrestlers. He could also form another alliance with fellow heel, perhaps someone like Baron Corbin, to help him in his matches and further (laughs) establish himself as a force to be reckoned with. Eventually, White could set his sights on the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> um, he could ask the, he could, well, that's not going to happen. He could attack the champion backstage, injuring them and forcing them to vacate the title. This would lead to a tournament to crown the new Intercontinental Champion with White making his way to the finals. In the finals of the tournament, he could face off with a top babyface wrestler like Rey Mysterio, back and forth affair. Jay Blade, <laughs> Jay White wins, becomes the new Intercontinental Champion. As Intercontinental Champion, White could continue to dominate the mid-card scene on SmackDown, taking all comers and proving himself to be a worthy champion. Um, Overall, this program for Jay White in WWE would establish himself as a top heel on the SmackDown brand while showcasing his technical abilities and entering prowess. It would also give him a chance to hold a prestigious championship and build up his resume as a top star in WWE. What do you think? I I don't think it would be SmackDown. There's Hmm. just... The heel heel game on SmackDown is just way, way, way too heavy right now. I think if you're, it's either Roman or Bust on SmackDown, or Usos or Solo or Bust on that. On that. Um, I mean, Gunther's doing his thing on SmackDown. Like he's got his own little like. But but I mean, to introduce top star Jay White into that is it would it would be crazy. I think Raw would probably work a lot better. But then with Raw, you got the Judgment Day, so it's like it it, it's tough. There's a GBT booking right here, man. Come on. Just, they, need uh, to, they need to they need to address some things. I need to I need to talk to the AI inside of the inside of the machine. But um they debuted, you know, basically in this Ricky Starks thing. Ricky Starks, who once again, is Jericho like the AEW Bray Wyatt where no one comes out of a few with him looking good? Yeah, at this point, I mean, you don't really gain anything from it. That's really my problem with this. You don't really gain anything from it. He will, he'll, Chris Jericho will let you know that you'll gain something from it because you're in a feud with Chris Jericho, which is a, is a name in itself. But realistically, it doesn't, there's very little to improve your standing on the card, to be honest with you. Yeah. And, and Ricky Starks is now <clears throat> in league with the fucking, <laughs> fucking Bullet Club. And Jay White's there. And I think kid's got a good look. I think he can talk. You know, I, I think that. He looks cool, and he's got a you know everything. He's got he's got he, he passes the airport test in a lot of ways. But I I think that again, once you lump yourself in that group, I think that severely hurts you. Like I, I really do. I think that like just looking at what that company is, like you can lie to yourself all you want. There's there's only maybe five stars mm-hmm. in that. Company. I don't know if Jay. I don't know if Jay breaks through to that. At least Jay's bigger than Adam Cole. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yes, what is on, on Adam Cole since he came back? You, you, you have been the one that created the tweet about Adam Cole. Uh, wh- wh- what do you feel about him since he came back? He he had he had a he had a comeback match and then he didn't have a match the next week. It's a, it's nice. It's not as sad as it was before. I'll tell you that. But he's just too. 
he's too much of a regular white guy as a face. Like he's too, he's too like friendly. Like he walks backstage and he was like, you know, excuse me, Renee. Like he, he's got manners and shit. Like it's, it don't hit the same. Um, not to say that he has to be a heel, but he definitely still needs a little bit of an edge. Like there needs to be something that kind of like propels him. And I think honestly, they don't really have a program for him. Um, nor did it seem like they're looking towards one. I think they're probably going to, he's probably going to be in um, considering double or nothing, probably in a, I don't know if you want to put him in a casino battle Royal or ladder match, or I don't know what the the gimmick for double or nothing is. Um, Jericho. <laughs> but I'm assuming he's going to be in whatever match that is. Um, oh my God. Yeah. I don't know. Do you do, do you do, um, Oh yeah, he is doing Jericho. I completely yeah. forgot. But I'm like, do you do like MJF versus Adam Cole? Not right now. That's a bunch of work shoots. Are, are niggas ready for that? <laughs> but it, see, here's the thing: Adam Cole's not edgy enough. Like, I think MJF would like hurt him on the mic severely. Well, you remember the thing? Carrying Cross thing was. Yeah, but that's Carrying Cross. You got a lot more built in. Like MJF is not Carrying Cross. That's true. No offense, it's like it's not like a thing about him, but he's like. Clearly, carrying cross has no all right relax. retort to that. No, no, no. He, he has no retort to that. Like he's not the quick witted, spicy Mike wrestler that yeah, MJF is. Yeah, because he got hands. You feel me? That, that's there why. You go. Sometimes, Carry, you. listen, man. Carrying uh, cross coven. You feel me? We here. Ah. All right. All right. All right. What else is on the news docket? All right. Sorry. Uh, more resignings and signings. Uh, Logan Paul read up his deal. With the WWE multi-year deal for Logan, I I figured this. Um, I, I I even after the Seth match, I was like, there's no way. Even if it was the last match, I was like, there's no way that he's walking out of SoFi tonight without a contract in his hands mm-hmm. to go look at when he goes home. <laughs> like that's just really what it is. I think that the, that I think that it's worth it. I think that it, it this partnership has paid in dividends. I hope they play this a lot better than they've played the Ronda thing and making Logan an actual kind of um attraction right where mm-hmm. where it was where whereas with ronda maybe and you know i for all intents and purposes i feel as though ronda wanted to be on tv weekly so i'm not even gonna knock her for that but i hope that they they make him a, a real um attraction for years to come here because i i do think that he he does elicit a a sense of kind of like emotion from the crowd like i saw that in person in dallas and in <clears throat> in, in sofi two weeks ago and um I would just wonder who is going to give this guy his first dub because, I mean, for for the year that he's been in, he, all he's been doing is taking fucking taking L's. Well, actually, no, he beat Miz, didn't he? He did beat Miz, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but also, he tag teamed with Miz and he beat the Mysterios. So, come on, man. Yeah, um, he needs to get a, he needs to get a, a real dub. <laughs> he's gonna. It, it would be great, actually. You know, it would be great if he was in the King of the Ring tournament. I think that would be fire. That would be really cool because he, then he'd be able to go to Saudi, right? And that would be yeah. the that'd be the plan for him too. Yeah, that that would be cool. I I, I you think could, that'd... you could do a thing where maybe someone gets injured and he gets put in like real, you know, like what they did with Shane McMahon for that best wrestler of the year, Jazz. Um, best wrestler in the re- world. Yeah, best wrestler in the world. So you could slot him in that way. Not really a big like you don't really want him to him to go through SmackDown and Raw for every tournament. But you can kind of slot him in a way that's like, oh, okay, he's a shit heel, but he managed to win King of the Ring. 
King Logan. I like it. I do. Uh, more signing, more signing, writing, signing news, kind of odd news. <clears throat> um, Bandito <laughs> said that <laughs> he said, I like to go to WWE at one point, at some point in my life. <laughs> he just signed AEW. Where is he, by the way? I don't know, bro. I don't follow this shit. Um, you watch it every week, nigga. I, I did not watch it last week. I actually forgot to DVR it. And then what happened? I was just, yeah, I just wasn't into it. I, at this point, it was too late, and I was like, nah. But I feel him. You know what I'm saying? Express your interest mm-hmm. to go to WWE. I want money, too. <laughs> I want money, too. <laughs> that's, that's where it's at. You probably look at the sign, and it was like, that. Yeah, don't you think it's a little know. odd that it's like, it hasn't even been like a week, or not, not a week, but, but two months since he signed the AEW, and he's already saying this? He probably, he got it all figured out. Okay. He's like, listen, I'm going to do this here. I'm going to chill here. You know, I really, I mean, he ain't got the five-year contract. That's not what's going to happen. There's no way Tony Khan signed him to a five-year deal. Um, He's like, I got max maybe two or three. I'm on the Andrade deal. Andrade (laughs) bargained my. (laughs) He said that that WWE, um, when they went, took him to the performance center, they gave him a Camaro to drive for the week he was there. (laughs) Listen, come on, man. The money you do, who, who else doing it? Like that? <laughs> a Camaro, man. Good lord! All right, well, let's. I, I like stuff like that. Camaro. I said, nigga, I seen what you doing. What you do in the ring? I'm not trusting you in the car. That's a sexy car, though. Um. All right. Well, listen. At some point, we'd all love to go to WWE. Yeah, we would. I'm. I'm just surprised he said it out loud. But you know what? <laughs> He's the realest one. He's the realest one about it. Maybe he's the realest one out of all of us. Um, the Cody news that, that continues to divide the community of legends, mm. uh, inside WWE and out. Uh, I just want to give like a, a quick show of a lot of, of what a lot of people have said. Um, Jeff Jarrett says that he thinks that that, that they may have missed an opportunity. Kurt Angle is worried that Roman may be champion for too long and people lose interest. Uh, meanwhile, on the other end of it, Medusa said that she feels as though it's one of the best angles that they've ever done, and she feels as though this could actually end up making, uh, making a lot of a lot of change. Uh, not change, but but like a, a lot of uh, a lot of like people happy with the ending of it. Um, people have, are continuing to have this conversation as as the storyline has 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 kind of built throughout the the past two weeks. Uh, we got Cody's response to what happened last week, which we'll talk about on Raw a little bit later. Um, but where do you stand, Mills? Two weeks out, um, I've watched the match back a lot more than I've watched. I think I, I watched watch that match back. <laughs> <laughs> I have not watched that match back. I have not watched WrestleMania back. By the way, I'm not, I, okay, 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 okay. That's fine. I'm just asking you how you feel about it two weeks out. I'm just saying what I did. I'm not asking you. Okay, I, mean, I, I watched. Bring it up. You know what I'm saying? You bragging about it? I mean. <laughs> Like you brag it like that. No one even said anything. You brag about it. But um, I watched it back a couple times. I love the match still. I, I think that it's the little things for me that kind of put the match over the top for me. I, I think in terms of like main events, finish notwithstanding, wherever you stand on it, you got to say it's one of the, the best work main events they've done in years. Like just, of just course, in terms yeah. of, of just how great that fucking match was. It felt like a main event. Um, 
I, and I said this too, and I think I said this too. I was like, yeah, I think I said it last week. I was like, yeah, Cody probably won't be hotter than he was, but I don't see him never being this hot. And I still feel that way, and you still see it, and and you still see how popular he is. Um, I'm, I'm willing to let this play out, and I like the way they really followed up on last week, this week too, and we'll talk about that later. But two weeks out, um, where are you kind of standing at, Mills? Are you still kind of letting it play out, or, or, or are you still kind of standing with what you said last week? Ask ChatGPT, will be the best way to book Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes? <laughs> I'm asking so you. Richard says, as an AI language model, I don't have the ability to book matches or events. However, if you are looking for a hypothetical scenario in which Roman Reigns would face Cody Rhodes in a wrestling match, it would depend on a variety of factors, such as storyline development, fan interest, and the schedule and availability of both wrestlers. All right. Clearly, ChatGPT is... <laughs> That's why I asked you. All right. Well, um... I'm indifferent about it because we've kind of moved on. Like I'm, I probably would say if I if I had to pick still the winner, do I feel different any about like me wanting Cody to win and actually winning? Not really. I think Cody should have won. Um, but I don't necessarily like. There's nothing I can do at this point, so I don't really feel any wish way about it. But I think Cody winning in this moment, I think. A lot of people talk about the story and the lack thereof of the story or the lack thereof of things going through. The story was definitely there. The story isn't necessarily just built from um, uh, just last April to this April. I think the story kind of goes throughout his entire career. And then it's also the story with his family, which is the thing that we were kind of like tying to. And now it's interesting. What? now because It's also the thing that they're not talking about anymore. That's what I'm saying. They're not even talking about it anymore. And so Just now it's like, <laughs> which I thought that here's my thing. Here's my thing. I, I, I was very I'm, not, whack. I'm not, spe- I'm not speaking about you. I'm speaking about a lot of people that I saw, um, that I saw beforehand that said that <clears throat> that wasn't the way to go. Me and you staunchly disagreed with, with, with that, like throughout the, the last couple of weeks that that wasn't the way that they should go. Um, and that they should focus on something else, blah, 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 blah. I, I, I think that was, you know, the perfect way to go because it was a generational story. And I think that once you take it, take that out though, you are left with him and, and we'll, and we'll talk about that more, um, on raw, but I just wanted to get your thoughts just cause this is still something that I, I feel like it's wrong in a lot of ways, Mills, that people are using that finish to now claim that the show was not good or both shows were not good. And I think that that's just such an unwear, uh, unfair way to kind of, um, what's the word I want to use here? I, it's, 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 a, it's a bad way to minimize all the work that people did over those past, those 48 hours for one. Um, mm-hmm. But also like, kind of like, it's just a shitty way to judge anything. That one finish it should make you mad because the bad guy won the match. That is the right. point. The whole thing. Absolutely. The bad guy won the match. You should be mad. Absolutely. Anything outside of that, like the show was fantastic. And, and even watching the back, it, it was fantastic. My only issue is, I guess, people who don't believe that Cody should have won because they felt like he didn't earn it enough. Like he got number 30 in the Royal Rumble and then won the Royal Rumble. I'm like, did you expect him to go number one? Because you would have been even more mad if he'd went number one and exactly. won the entire thing. You but, can't win. Like you just but, can't win. <laughs> but I think I think we've seen this story play out so many times and I don't even think there was any complaining about that. Of The star clearly 
the road goes from the Royal Rumble to WrestleMania and he wins the championship. I mean, you look at Triple H and it's literally like close to a one-to-one scenario of Triple H having his run, tearing his quad, being out for months, winning the Royal Rumble, winning the WWE championship. Brock Lesnar having his run, losing WWE championship, wins the Royal Rumble, goes win the WWE championship. Like this isn't something that's like completely uh, foreign and like, I don't feel like Cody deserves it any less. I think Cody, I think people are, you know, um, don't believe that Cody deserves it because they feel, I think there is a little bit of an AEW bias that leads into this. Yeah, it's definitely AEW derangement. And I think it's from both sides, Mills. I think it's from the hardcore fans. And I think it's from fans who um, didn't like what he did and how he moved when he left. We were like, oh, he just came in and you're just going to win the championship? I'm like, yeah. that's how, when you the top guy, that's you how can just come in and yeah, win the championship. It's not yeah. that hard. I think we're honestly in a situation here where I, I really feel like nobody's wrong. I feel like nobody's wrong to feel... Well, okay. I I feel like I feel like if you feel as though the 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 decision was correct, then you're not wrong because it's leading us to another path. But if you feel like it was it wasn't correct, I don't feel like you're wrong either because of everything they built up in the past. Um, I I think we all just could just agree on the fact that we need, like Roman should probably drop this, you know, sometime. <laughs> like I feel like he should we should probably get two belts on both shows. You know what I'm saying? Like we should, we should probably get you know. Two champions, but um, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that as we uh, we move we move forward in the show. So, um, would you do you want to do this AI thing now, or you you want to do the shows, or do no, you want to continue? The AI thing is going to be part of the entire experience, man. It's a when we come across maybe a bump in the road, or maybe I have a question that I need to ask. We gonna come up with the AI thing. So we this, like your, the, uh, uh, this is like your your you're like Swami, and you're, this is like your your crystal ball. This is yeah. This is the third host of the show featuring AI, featuring ChatGPT. <laughs> um, uh, let's talk about SmackDown. Wait, wait, wait! Quick thing, quick thing before yeah. we before we get into that. Couple, I was looking at a couple things myself. Um, AEW announced they're going to Wembley Stadium. Oh yeah, that yeah. So they're going to Wembley Stadium. This is one of the rare occasions where Eric Bischoff was like, "Wow, that was a great idea." <laughs> <laughs> pretty smart considering he says it will help their international distribution he says i think AEW is going to do very well um they've been hearing about AEW for four years getting bits and pieces of it however they get it but now having that show come to wembley it's going to be an event it's bigger than wrestling it's a cultural event and i suspect it will do very very well um i don't expect them to fill wembley stadium but i do expect people to show out for the show still very interesting considering they have they have this show and then a week later they also have um i think it's all in or all out whatever the damn one of them shows um all out because of brawl out there you go (laughs) see how that association works that shows all in which it's kind of funny because that was the that was the you know cody was involved in that and they're bringing that name back and it's a nice little little wink at him like hey we're somewhere else here um what else do we have here um there were rumors rumors of one drew mcintyre and his future and where it may end up um according to the news reports drew mcintyre has not yet signed a renewal on his deal in wwe and even though his contract is set to expire 
within a year or so. Um, he has not signed anything yet. Um, he was currently actually a number of days ago pulled off of television for did they ever confirm the reasons of why he was pulled off? We imagine we imagine it's because of like health things, right? Yeah, I don't I don't know why people are thinking that if his contract is up and by the end of the year that they'd be pulling him off shows already. Like no, no. you're going to work. <laughs> yeah, that's not what they're doing. He's 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 been he's had a very bad streak of injuries and sicknesses for the past couple of um months here. Uh I shit past year. I mean, remember his back was 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 really bad at day 1. And we didn't even yeah. know he would show up, and he and he did anyway. I think honestly, what he needs to do is take a you know take a seat and, and figure out what he wants to do next. Because, I mean, that's not good. You know what I mean? Like he, he's been getting hurt a lot. Yeah, this is kind of how your body breaks down overall. Um, I think if you explain his situation to like a Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle would be like, "Yeah, you probably need to take time off because yeah. this is how your body breaks down, and you end up like." you know, really regretting a lot of going as hard as you did when you probably could have worked smarter, not harder. And especially in this generation, like, I feel like working smarter is way better than working harder. But, um, you know, I can't imagine a scenario with Drew McIntyre in AEW that goes as well as it does in WWE, to be honest with you. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, I, I don't see it. I just don't like Huh? It 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 would be a shock to me if he did. Um, if you say if you think I don't see a path for Jay White there, I definitely don't see a path for Drew McIntyre there facing Jericho and shit. It is what it is. All right, I think that's all the news I got. Yeah, there wasn't really much. Okay. Um, do you want to go to SmackDown? Let's go to SmackDown. Are you ready for a good time? Oh, that's not that's not the theme anymore. It's um better than me. I don't see nobody. Who better than me? I'd never get there that early enough to where listen to the theme, but that is funny as fuck. Better than me. I don't see nobody. Nobody. Listen, man. What, all right. So what what happened on SmackDown again? A lot happened on SmackDown, bro. What do you What do you mean? This was no, a, no, no. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. Down. Uh, there, there was a huge six man. Uh, man, this was Triple H saying, "Hey, y'all, my bad. <laughs> that was hey that was my fault." You like, know, you gotta uh, let him he here, so you gotta let him feel like he's included in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, uh, uh, homie, think he part of the gang? Nah, man, he ain't part of the gang, bro. It was there was a big, big triple uh, or six man tag match that started between Imperium and the Brawling Brutes. Brawling Brutes win the match. Wondering when the Butch name change is going to happen because that that's been something that is from a lot of reputable sources that that is, is, is imminent for Butch to go back to Pete Dunn. I wonder when that's going to happen. I'm okay with him being Butch, <laughs> if he wants to go back to being Pete Dunn, yeah, why not? I'll go back to Pete Dunn. Maybe when he um, no, I don't know. I don't know when this is going to happen. I feel like the Brawling Brutes, like let her let her roll. You, I feel like they got good momentum. I feel like they got good energy. They're actually getting cheered by people. Um, people actually want to see these Sheamus matches, which is something that has not happened in like the first decade and change of his career. Um, it's a let the good times roll, but that six man, you know, six man tag team match again, astounding. All parties involved, as if it would be any, you know, anything else. Um, forgot who won that 
the brutes the brutes did um I, good, good way to get Sheamus's heat back um he gets the as he gets the pin here um i i thought that i mean if you told me that the triple threat at, at, at wrestlemania was a match of the night I, or a match of the weekend i, I would not disagree I, w- I wouldn't i wouldn't argue with you there it was a fantastic match and i mean these guys work well together so why not let them let them work again do you think this is leading to Sheamus Gunther three, though? I I do think this is. I think with Drew McIntyre out the way for the moment, I'd say for the moment, because this man could return imminently at any time, to be honest <laughs> with you. He is someone who does not like to stay down, um, which could lead to whatever heel turn that you guys uh, are currently formulating. Um, but I do believe we're leading to the momentum is swinging back in that direction. I think you can't look at that triple threat match and say like, this would be a great idea for, you know, Puerto Rico or money in the bank or, you know, something along those lines. I think it's a great way to kind of swing back this feud around while we're waiting for new opportunities to arise, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, And yeah, and, and people are familiar with it. The people love it. Can't be mad at it. Uh, Ricochet getting some much needed momentum on this show, which I thought was a very, I was like, yeah, Triple H is back with the pencil here because I'm like, yo, Ricochet was going crazy on this nigga Ivar. Hey, man. No one wins matches more that being nothing than a Ricochet. <laughs> no, it meant something. He got the pin. It's, this was 50 50 in any, every sense of the word. But he got he got the he he got pinned at Mania, so he gets the win back here to, to continue his momentum. Was very odd to see that like Eric and Braun were not ringside for this match. Yeah, what are we doing here? AKA they let him they let him have all for the day, uh, which, which is cool. Um, you had uh, you had we'll talk about the the women's tag titles uh, later, uh, but we have to get to what Triple H talked about here. There was a bunch of people that were like concerned about what he was going to say, didn't know what he was going to say. Triple H comes out. My bad, yo. Yo, my bad. Yo. (laughs) He comes out. man. He comes out and says, better pizza, better ingredients, better bitches, better money, better. (laughs) And then he says, uh, we're going to have a draft in a couple weeks. I would imagine the draft will be after Backlash because they don't want to run into those um, issues that they've always had where people in between pay-per-views are being drafted to another show and still having a feud. So, um I'm expecting a lot of blow-offs at WrestleMania Backlash other than, like, the top acts here, um, that being the Bloodline and the Cody stuff with Brock. So um, what do you think about the draft? What, what, what do you think he means when he says it's going to be the biggest draft ever? Um, in NXT. <laughs> That'll <laughs> <I> be <mean>, right. <laughs> there's nothing else. Um, but, uh, you know... I'm surprised they just haven't announced a date for it yet. That's really what my I thought by surely by Monday we'd have a date for this that we're all looking towards, but maybe they're looking towards um backlash. But this is something that the rosters have needed. Um there are people who are fighting back against it, say that necessarily they may not need a draft. Like, why do we need a brand split anyway? And I and I look at people like Madcap Moss and <laughs> and um a ton of legato. Um, even hit road to an extent, carrying cross a lot of people who are just not featured on the show because mania importance. Well, well OWO was OWO was on the on the show this week. All so right, all right. I can't say that, but yeah, but uh, you know, there's a number of people who aren't featured on the show just in general, and you also want to still supply opportunity 
for the NXT guys. You don't want to call up NXT guys when it's completely crowded on both shows. And we have both dudes, the Usos on both shows, like they're doing now, taking over all the storylines. Um, so I'm happy with the draft. This has been something that's been, we haven't had a draft since 2021. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, they, these rosters, forward to it. these rosters only have people added to it. <laughs> not taken away like they've only had people at it which is insane that it's taken this long but um i, I think it's a very exciting um announcement i think a lot of people uh are either iffy about it or or whatever but again we're, we're running on kind of kind of sort of new new rules here what, what do you think this vent stuff is like i i don't like and you know me i don't like blowing stuff out of proportion and, and going with uh not non-established sources for news, but you know, Vince wasn't there in Portland. He wasn't there in Seattle, but there was, there was somebody had the caveat that there was a, there was what um, travel issues. That was the hashtag travel issues on Monday. But what do you think about that? Do you, do you think Monday was kind of an anomaly and the, and the Vince kind of has been hands off for the past week or, or, or what? I think if he's there, he's going to do something. You know what I'm saying? If you pull up, he's going to get a little funky with it. Um, he was there for Mania. He was there to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So he probably saw a couple things and like, mm, if you really asking for my input as CEO of this company, um, I'm going to give you my input and in what we should actually do. But it seemed like an anomaly considering how SmackDown and Raw went. Right. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Like they're night and day, to be honest with you. It went back to to what we see as like normal or what we've been seeing as normal, right? Like it, it seemed like the normal <clears throat> um, Triple H led <laughs> WWE show, uh, especially this show as well. Just just the amount of matches that that, that they put on, but um, we had a we had a I won't say it was a strange main event, but it was it was like what? Here's my my fear here, and and I and I'm 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 wondering how they're going to get to this this uh rematch at this point between sammy and the usos and and all of that what, what how are they going to pad this out for the next couple of weeks and it can't just be all singles matches so we we had sammy versus jay which i thought was a pretty it was it was solid like again main, main event jay uso sammy is clearly very over with the crowd still um what what do you feel about about how it's going right now? Like, are they belaboring it? Like, they just need to just announce the the rematch at this point because they're, they're still tied together, and and there's really kind of no momentum after the Mania match, which was a feel good moment, but now they got to continue it, and I, and I don't know how I felt about it for the past few. It's not bad, like no, nothing about it is bad. It's just that like we've seen the peak, <laughs> and now this is just kind of seeming regular to me right now. Yeah, it it really does feel like it's kind of a. Uh... We're past the, the the major points in this story, so you kind of have to. If, if this is my, if they're like booking, like for instance, if that was like all first season of the show, we got to come up with new different scenarios, introduce new people, and have new things to really take this into the second season. Right. And that's probably what Matt Riddle is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like well, Matt Riddle makes sense. Riddle at Matt least, Riddle, yeah, for sure. Um, but I think. Sammy's continued link to Jay Uso and want to do well by Jay Uso, I think it's just really meant to be used as a device to currently like continue to, you know, 
they're breaking apart Jey Uso from well I would hope so because we've hinted at this so many times and I thought they did a masterful job at the Royal Rumble and kind of like blurring the lines and then they kind of just brought it back together for whatever fucking reason but um, to get to the match but I, I think but again like I would love it if there was a little bit more and again we we are seeing that there is a little bit of distrust between Roman and Solo and now it's looking like Solo is is kind of the they're waiting for Solo to pull the trigger on his own brothers I think that's the next step right where Solo yeah turns on the brother Zuso and you know because now we're seeing that Solo can kind of handle his own and, and and take care of what Roman wants to get taken care of um I I liked the match I thought the KO stuff was cool it leads into Raw um and I mean I guess we can get into it because I, I feel like that was kind of the the through line on, on Raw was that there was there was again hashtag travel issues and Sammy and Matt Riddle weren't able to be there which like kind of wrote off a, a lot of matches they had planned it was supposed to be Miz versus Riddle then it was Solo versus Riddle which I was even looking I was side-eyeing that because I was like do not give that away right now because that is the big rematch that you want to get to I thought you know I wasn't mad I, I thought it would have been a situation where it didn't really happen um, right. but I wasn't mad how kind of raw shook down. I think they did the best that they could with who they had. Um, a lot of travel issues, like you said, Bianca Belair not featured on the show. That's a major mm-hmm. loss. Um, mm-hmm. Sami Zayn not featured on the show. That's a major loss. A, a promoted match between Miz and uh, Riddle um, being promoted f- for the show and then not featured, which led to a lot of like the boogeyman's here. He's booking raw again. Um, I'm glad that they said it off top why people were not there because that kind of I hate they have to do this I hate that we know so much sometimes because it's like if we didn't care that like like, let's say Vince was still at home no one would would think anything of it they look at the the travel issues and be like okay but I feel like people weren't looking at it like that yesterday no not really people were kind of waiting for the opportunity they were like okay let's see how Smackdown shows out and if Smackdown's the same way you know, maybe Vince isn't all the way booking. And then they see SmackDown and it's like, but what about Raw? You know, <laughs> Raw was where it all happened. Um, Scene of the crime. <laughs> yeah. So that was another uh, thing that they did. And uh, you know what? I think it more than showed, especially when you, given how the show kicked off, um, given how everything kind of went through the show and how much time these matches got, it was clearly night and day from last week's Raw. Like oh, a absolutely. lot. And maybe one match got perhaps too much time, to be honest with you, which we're going to talk about soon. What match do you think? Let's get to it. Do you think the women's tag match got too much time? Oh, my boy. That got time and a (laughs) half. (laughs) Because I've never... I was like, yo, did y'all talk before the match? Did you... (laughs) Like, did you... Did you know this was going to happen? Actually, you know, ask ChatGBT. It's a ChatGBT. Here's my thing. I really fucking liked the Raw this week. And I thought I it was it too. I, I think that match notwithstanding, I think there was things to like about that match. I thought Trish Stratus was working her ass off in that match for sure. I think that what what was the issue was that there was no other than Lita getting hurt um and Trish having to replace it, that was the story there. There was no real heat between Liv and Raquel and Becky and, and Trish, which made me kind of not look into it other than knowing the twist was coming. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, so- I think, well, first of all, I asked Chad GBT about tag team names for Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan. Okay. Um, we got Riot Squad 2.0. <laughs> um, the Strong and Lively? Lively? Strong and Lively. Wow. Okay. Plays off of her, you know, 
the strongest woman in NXT at Morgan's name. Um, we got the livestock. Wow. Livestock. 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 They said livestock here, but, you know, we can change this. Um, Raging Lives. <laughs> and I guess this is a play off her own name, Gonzo and Livewire. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, this is why I'm not afraid of AI. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm not afraid of AI, because look at what they're booking. Look at the bullshit they're booking us right now. Hey, man. Um, this match between this women's tag team championship match, it probably went a step further than it probably should. And there was a lot of moving parts. But I think I was very surprised they were committed long enough for us not to think there was going to be a turn during the match. Yes. Clearly, I felt like there were so many opportunities for it to happen. Tristratus could have jumped off the thing. She could have got her head split open. There were so many other things. Lita gets... Lita's attack backstage was so weird to me because it, it didn't really look like an attack. I thought she was having like a, a heat flash or something. Or a migraine. A migraine. She, she hit the, the Peter Griffin. Ah! <laughs> she was like, where am I? <laughs> it looked like, remember when uh, Travis Scott had to apologize to people and then he yeah. kept like face? <laughs> That's what she was doing. It lived screaming her ass off. I'm like, what are you screaming at? She looks fine, <laughs> to be honest with you. So um, um But the effort was there in the match. Don't get me wrong. The effort was there. There was just a lot of like missed points, slow points, weird points. Um, a lot of commercials too. Yeah, a lot of commercials. Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan win the women's championship. I mean, I don't know what this means. Can't really mean much to me. They're probably just waiting for Ronda and uh, yes, Shayna to get better. You have you have a built-in story there with Liv and Ronda. So I say I say you go there with that. Um, to me, I think I mean you, you have Ronda who who you have Liv who beat Ronda for the title, you have uh, Ronda who beat Liv for the title. I think that having them go against each other, maybe they can get ex- as extreme as they wanted to with with this program. But the the post match, right? So <laughs> Trish gets rolled up, loses the match. She's like, "Damn, can't believe I lost that match." And like Becky's like, "Damn, I can't believe I lost the match." But it's, it's cool. okay. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> Come on, come on. And Trisha's like, nah, man. <laughs> Trish Stratus. I'm like seven times women champion. I'm not supposed to be losing this match. Becky's like, nah, bro, it's our like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like realistically. Yeah, I I I'm I'm it's fine. I, I, I like Liv. That's cool. Yeah. You know, the best girls won. And there's some rocking gals. I'm sure she said something like that. Rocking gals. Um, she did say that. <laughs> She said, "Rock." Chad GBT said she said that, um, and then Trish turns on her <laughs> poorly. I don't think it was. I, I don't think it was as vicious enough to be honest with you. She tripped and hit her in the back, and I was like, yeah. "That that was strange." But um, I don't. What did she say to her? Did you catch? Did you catch what she said to her? No, no. It was almost as if Trish. <laughs> forgot how to wrestling works like how to perform on television i'm like yo you gotta say it loud enough you gotta make sure the cameras are there you gotta say it loud enough so the cameras pick it up we're just seeing all this like inaudible she could have been mouthing the songs to i don't know to me it just felt she said (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm not from this current run 
I'm not really confident in Trish Stratus heel run, but maybe this is what she's really been waiting for and has really not been putting effort in anything else. I didn't trust her for the exact reason that like her biggest kind of stories have come from her being heel. So like I was like, she would want to come back and be heel now that like it's wide open for her to be that. And Becky is the perfect baby face to do that and keep her out of the way of other baby faces who are trying to get over right now. You know, so like she's not clogging up the and there's the thing like everyone's always saying, Becky's doing this, she's doing that. I'm like, okay, she's firmly out of the way of everybody. So get over. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all need y'all got it, y'all better get over and by the time she gets back, because it's it's gonna be her and, and Bianca again. Um I I liked it though. I, I I like it. It gives Becky something to do for the summertime. We are a lot more clear on what the fuck's gonna happen in the next couple of months. Then it's we interesting were to see, well, it's interesting to see if they keep this program here because there is a draft coming up. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a, there's a lot of places. Like, either Bianca or Becky got to go, but they both can't stay on the same brand anymore. No, no, yeah, I, I believe I I think Bianca's probably on the way out. Um, if you're not planning on moving the Judgment Day to SmackDown, or if you are, one of them or one of them have to go. I think the Street yeah. Profits definitely need to go, and that's why I think Bianca's out out the way. Okay. Um, speaking of women in trouble in paradise, mm. judgment, judgment day, damage control. Um, I like this too. I, I think this is they're not overstaying their welcome. Um, you 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 have some some clear delineation between between where they are and what they want. They uh, EO and uh, Dakota they want they want to be on top too. I'm like they're like yo Bailey, how many times you got to help you lose? Hey man, like, Eos, nah, Eos, I gotta know her role. Like she's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey brought them back from the brink of whatever the fuck they were in. <laughs> she was already hired, bruh. She was already no, hired. She was unhappy and she wanted to go. That's what I heard. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. the, Dakota Sky, Dakota Kai was clearly unemployed. Bailey brought them back into the fold. And now, after WrestleMania, Eosky is like, yo, why are you getting all the championship matches and opportunities? She practically said, you lost four fucking times. <laughs> Give it up. That's what Eosky basically said. Yeah. Is she wrong? <laughs> She's not wrong. But she... It, you gotta know your... We, we know your role in this entire thing, man. Like, you know... I said it, I said it on Twitter last night. I was like, listen, Michael Bivens isn't going to say he wants to sing lead. I don't know. <laughs> He's going to say um, whatever the fuck he says. Oh, baby, it's wet. Or something along the line can't stop Whoa, the rain. You're not, sing- you're not singing the lead. You're not singing the lead of can't stop. Can you stand the rain? You're not. That's just not where you are. You know? EO Sky, talented as hell. But it's damage control. Like you're, mo- you're moving as a group here. So I don't know. It's Bailey, uh, Bailey allows maybe a little bit too much freedom in her group. Too much freedom of expression. You saw her sitting there during the match as Eo Sky was pulling off oh, Ray Mysterio shit. Going crazy. <laughs> she was snapping. She was like, Damn, you ain't never do that. You ain't never do that for me, nigga. You ain't do that mania, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you try. You try real hard now, huh? <laughs> Like, damn, we never see you beat me, Jen, and Piper living this way before. Regular beat them both at the same time. 
the claps was crazy. Bailey with the claps was crazy. I was like, all right, man. The, the claps are, are insane, bro. Like, she hated, she hated crazy from the sidelines, dog. Like, come on, man. Like, that's just, what did you feel about that? The Bailey's going to retire? Shit. Were people, like, being too crazy about that? Um, yeah, but I also feel like, I feel like, I don't know. It's weird. You clearly see the narrative surrounding you, and then you also don't stop in to kind of, like, get in the front of it. Not that you're obligated to, but if you it. see something, yeah, if you see something running amok, people are, like, leaning in towards that shit. Don't be, like, I love Bailey. Don't be sad like FTR is. FTR shit was the saddest shit I've ever seen. Trying to drum up attention for themselves, knowing no one cares about them anyway. And then they stay in the company that no one cared if they were in anyway. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... At the top of the show, we got Rey Mysterio versus Finn Balor, which uh, continued. Triple H was back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when uh, when Finn was getting his heat back. <laughs> yeah, he came back with staple free. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Good can match. We, can we can we talk about how important Rey Mysterio is on this roster in 2023? He is a top guy. One of the best promos that they have. Let's just yeah. Let's go. Spade, one of the best promos that they have, still gets reactions. And I'm Raw, in- SmackDown, he does them all. And I'm interested in every single thing that he does. I'm interested in and, everything he's doing. And now the LWO thing just makes it even more cooler. Like it you never at any point saw Rey Mysterio always had a chum. He always yeah. had a partner, some guy he high-fived with, but he never actually had a stable to himself. And seeing the LWO come up, and LWO is doing numbers, man. Like that shirt, that shirt is flying. That shirt ain't staying on the shelves, you know. Yeah, yeah. I and um, I I I thought that the building to the potential tag match. I don't know if it'll be. You know, I I still feel like it should be Bunny and Damien, and then you have Dom and uh, Finn versus uh, LWL and Ray at some point. So I that's that's my pie in the sky booking. I feel like that'd be strong. You cannot buy a large and extra large in a shirt on .com. This is nuts. Yeah, it's popping. It's pop. LWO is popping. That's why I said I feel like Legato are going to be their that their name isn't even Legato anymore. No, <laughs> it's LWO, baby. <laughs> they they are not. Shit out. Yeah, they said nah. We we got something better for you, Playboy. See, you know, a, a lesser man, you know, who says Bebe wouldn't it wouldn't be able to take that. He would he would he would he would have quit. Bobby Lashley versus Bronson Reed. Good lord. Big meaty man. This was fire. Yeah, this was this was Bobby is probably like, I could do this. I can rock with this. Yeah. They 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 go in strong style in this thing. You saw how Bronson Reed came off the top rope with that flying, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking fire. They said, nah, it was, oh, it's press. It I said, yeah, no, it wasn't, but it was fire. <laughs> <laughs> it was a flying pillow, nigga. Yeah. Um, uh, no winner here, uh, as we're probably going to get this again. I, I think you give you you give an opportunity for Bobby to look like a monster and Bronson to look like a monster, who Bronson also undefeated as of right now. And yeah. you're looking for that shoe to drop on who's going to defeat him, whether it's Bobby or someone else. You give Bobby something to do. This this guy couldn't even get the hurt lock on him, which made it even an even cooler 
type of story here where he could not get the hurt lock on him. And, and I thought this match, it worked for me. I, I thought they both looked great here. I thought it looked amazing. I thought it was a great back and forth. Um, best use of both guys on the show. Bobby helping put a new talent over. Um, possibly even maybe taking an L. Who knows? I mean, I wouldn't count on it because it's Bobby. It's Bobby yeah. Lashley. Bobby Lashley don't take no damn L's. Um, it's your Roman Reigns. You don't ever, you don't ever lose. Yeah, man. But uh, we got something here. We got something. I like it. I like it. Uh, and also, yeah. Old Garver's New Guard is a, is a cool story to do with him. It's never been done before. It reminded me of the old Umaga matches. This did. Oh, yeah. Uh, Triple H was like, yeah, just wait a week. Nigga. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Cody Rose promo comes out banged up. He says, you know, Easter suit. <laughs> he says, usually he has one thing to talk about, but after last week, things are more complicated. He says he lost at WrestleMania and he's sorry. So he lost to Roman Reigns. We had people talking about what happened again. He's ref- he was referencing again, meta, very meta referencing what people have been saying about it since I said that one thing that came from uh, Paul Heyman, he said he had to earn another shot. He said he doesn't have to earn it because he is it, and which is a great line. The crowd popped for that. Uh, and then he said another thing was Brock Lesnar. He said the question why Brock did what he did. He said it doesn't matter. He said he heard that he was upset about his spot in the WrestleMania card, but Cody thinks that it was uncertainty about what Cody meant uh, for, for Brock in the future, which I thought, again, good twist. I like the story being told here. He talks about uh, Lesnar's accolades, f- kind of fumbles over his words a little bit, says, is he scared of him? He says, yes, I'm scared, but I still want to fight him. He says he wants Lesnar to look in the mirror and see that he is not the predator anymore, but he is the prey. He says at WrestleMania Backlash, uh, he wants to fight Brock Lesnar. Really good stuff here from, from Cody. Uh, I think he went about 10 minutes here. I don't even think he was supposed to say WrestleMania Backlash, but Cody's just that much of a company guy. <laughs> <laughs> He remembers the IP from last year. And he says, no, nah, I'm in that. Um, it was a great, you know, um, it was a great comeback promo. Uh, and yeah. I was shocked he didn't get to do this last week. I was like, he did not get to do this last week. We had to wait two weeks for this. I mean, essentially, yeah. I mean, this is a, well, he's responding to Brock Lesnar now. And he okay. also got time to kind of like let the moment breathe. I think there was a lot of it that was about Roman last week as well. Yeah, because um, they, they don't. I don't even know when Roman's going to show up again. I think Roman won't show up until May at this point. <laughs> yeah, he's not. So I asked Chat GBT. I said, um, "What would be a great ending for Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar at Backlash?" He says, "Rhodes and Lesnar would be they <laughs> they Rhodes. It's probably a guy." Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the match between Rhodes and Lesnar would be an intense, hard hitting battle. With both wrestlers using their signature moves and finishing. All right, come on, Chat GPT. Um, late in the match, Rhodes would hit Lesnar with a series of powerful strikes, staggering the beast incarnate. Rhodes would then climb up to the top rope and attempt a high risk move, perhaps a moonsault. <laughs> this is very on, on brand. Yeah. Um, however, Lesnar would counter by catching Rhodes in midair and hitting him with that F5. Um, Lesnar would then go for the pin, but at the last moment, Rhodes would then kick out. The crowd would erupt in excitement as Rhodes slowly makes his way back to his feet, refusing to stay down. In the end, Rhodes would manage to hit Lesnar with his finishing maneuver at the crossroads and get the pinfall victory. <laughs> the crowd would go wild as Rhodes celebrates his hard-owned victory over one of the most dominant wrestlers in WWE history. Huh? I don't I I have I have been the well Lesnar's gonna be on the show next week, by the way. Yes. Um <clears throat> and to to respond to Cody. 
I've been of the mind that I feel like Cody should lose this match. And I think because they need to take it to Saudi. And I think that's a perfect match for Saudi. You could still technically get there if Cody does win. But then you'd have to have Brock. Brock ain't winning twice in a... He not losing twice in a row. So um, I would I would do Cody losing at Backlash in Puerto Rico, winning at Saudi, and then entering Money in the Bank. Or them having the rubber match at Money in the Bank in the UK. That's right. what I would do. That's what I, I would. Do. I would probably say, well, I feel like is Brock Lesnar working all these damn pay per views? I think he worked like the past like three, four pay per. This is like the longest stretch of Brock Lesnar's fucking career. <laughs> I think he would. I think he would. The pay, the, the 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 bag different is more different than it was in 2018 for sure. Um, I think um and he I always think, he always works Saudi. That's why I think he'd work Saudi. I think. I can definitely see that this match not ending with Cody Rhodes winning at Backlash, but then also Cody Rhodes just lost. Um, but we've seen that he can lose on the biggest stage of them all and not lose momentum. And that's why right. I think it would be, he'd be okay. I think people would still like, and the thing is he was screwed out of it. I think if you have Brock screw him out of this one, you could still have a story there. Um, I just don't the think thing- there's things you can do to, to make Cody not popular right now. Yeah, and the thing is also like funny finishes at Brock don't hit the same as it is. You can't really like you kick Brock in the junk. People aren't really buying it. People start booing because it's not really what they wanted out of a Brock match. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's we'll, talk be about someone, we, yeah, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about it as the story progresses. Um, yeah, man. But it was a great, great promo from, from Cody. Uh, Usos versus Alpha Academy, they're really really hammering home that the Usos have lost a step, and I do not believe it. It was a regular Usos match. <laughs> oh, nah. This was fucking fire. <laughs> this like, was it, amazing. It, it was good. Like, they they were selling the fact that, like, again, the Usos were 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 in danger of the of the Alpha, Alpha Academy, even if we Against knew... Against Otis? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Against all of that, but, um... He's again, Otis. Like, he did the worm again. <laughs> I think here what you got to do, and I guess we can lead into the KO uh, solo thing where once again, solo gets a win, gets his heat back from two weeks ago. Um, I think you got to do the the rematch in Puerto Rico. I think the Usos have to be outcasted. I think they have to be excommunicado from the bloodline. I think they officially have to go. Um, yeah. I, I, there's no way that I see them getting these titles back. There's no way that I think they, they as a team would even want them <laughs> backstage those titles back right now. Wow. Um, I thought that the the final segment was hot. Uh, I thought that the, again they're doing the right things. I'm just wondering what the next peak will be and how that will work out. And if it's going to be that Roman pits the brothers against each other, I think that's the best way to do it. Where Roman has something to do until Cody's ready again, preferably probably in August or what? What is it? Late July for SummerSlam. It's definitely got to be something. I mean, they're they're. There's definitely got to be another major peak in this thing. Um, they've already hinted kind of like the bull line breaking up. Um, they've already kind of like teased it earlier this year at Royal Rumble with Jey Uso. There's got to be something real concrete now. Like we can't double back or, or, or play this again and them all be back together. We kind of got to like, we kind of really got to start moving. Either we're doing this or we're not. Right. Like, so... It'll be interesting to see, but clearly, yeah, the Usos have not missed a fucking step. Um, mm-hmm. 
one D, still hard. Yeah. Uh, and uh great match overall. A lot of great matches on Raw. Yeah, I great show, great bounce back, great rebound from last week. Hope they can keep did them you watch, Did you watch the main event? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. I was yeah, like, I did. all right. Um, well, you kind of knew what you knew what was going to happen. I really watched more for the reaction to what was going to happen if if Sammy and and Riddle eventually did show up, and they really I liked that they kept the fact that they walked into the parking lot off camera, so that when they came out, it was a surprise to everybody. They they kept Ooh. it off the Tron. Um, that was a nice touch, so that people they thought that they were gone and they, they ended up not being gone. What I did think was interesting. One more one more point in my raw is that Heyman won't talk about what Brock did or what he's doing. Hmm. And I, I feel like I feel like Heyman's hedging. Hmm. I feel like Heyman's hedging with Roman right now. Because again, Cody said, once it looks like you're gonna lose or it looks like you're you're not gonna make it, he was gonna he's gonna be gone too. But the fact that he won't say anything about Brock is very, very, very interesting to me. This is all very interesting. I mean, I think if I had to say this, we compared to, I mean, last Raw, which was, like, fucking terrible. I mean, we're, this is a bounce back. We're moving in the right direction. We're moving forward with a lot of things that I'm very, very happy about. Um, yeah, hey, and, we did uh, not get an Elias clone this year, so we're already way better than we were last year. Absolutely. I mean, it is what it is. And, um, you know, I think we're heading in the right direction. Progress and moving in the right direction is all I needed. That's what I wanted from last week's Raw. And it looked like everyone was still kind of rusty or moving in their booths. But we got a draft coming up. Um, we got storylines moving. Um, any final, you know what? Any final words about uh, you? You're, you've had a lot in our Discord. You're talking about NXT a lot. What do you feel yeah. about the current landscape in NXT? Especially, well, how about this? Who do you feel like needs to be called up? As far as current landscape, um, I've never been lower on the show. I'm going to be honest. I've never been lower on the show than I have been after last week. Mm. Uh, I think at the top, <clears throat> uh, the the Braun Mello stuff is not working for me as I thought it would. And I was one of the main people excited for it. Um, I, I thought they, like I said last week, disappointed I actually, I'm going to throw the indie stuff some bail after seeing what, what happened last week with, with, with her, the return of Cora Jade, all that stuff. I'm going to throw some bail. I feel like there is a, there's a slow story that they're telling there. And I, and, um, I don't like the way that they've started it, but I, th- I think I like the second part of it or not the second part, hmm. but, the, but that part last week, I don't know what the hell they're doing with the men. I think as far as call-ups, I mean, you kind of gridlocked, uh, two of the women there to the tag team titles. So like, I don't think that Alba fire is leaving anytime soon, yeah. <laughs> but I, a lot of the women need to go. I think Wendy Chu needs to go. Um, I, I feel like Roxanne probably has a couple more months there to be, to be fair. Um, Cameron Brown has been missing in action, bro. <laughs> I think he's out. I think he's gone too. I think he's going to get a rebrand. Uh, I mean, you saw, have you seen his body? Have you seen what he looks like now? He looks amazing. He looks, he looks like fucking jacked. He looks like he's on the gas. Like, I think he's, I think he's out of there. Is all he's had to do for the last several months is fucking work out because he ain't doing I, shit else. He needs to come back with the good brothers and AJ. I feel like AJ needs to come back as a heel. I think people have forgotten about AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. I think the best the best way to get him back is since Nakamura is returning this week. I feel like you have to go back to Nakamura versus AJ Styles. I think that is a fire ass a fire ass feud you could go for. 
AJ is so entertaining as a heel, it makes you want to cheer him, though. Well, that's kind of the only thing working against him. But, oh, yeah, Nakamura is coming back this week. That's fun. Yeah, I think if, you have, <clears throat> if you have Nakamura as a babyface, I think that that counteracts that because people want to cheer Nakamura right. for sure. Um, I'm, I'm saying, listen, call up. I'm ready for – I don't know about the rest of the people in Chase U. <laughs> I'm ready for Andre Chase. I'm ready. Um, I'm ready for um, Cameron Grimes. My dark horse horse pick is Roxanne. I really don't think she has anything else to do on this fucking show anymore. She lost the title. She doesn't seem to be figured in any kind of like major thing. Michael Sotomayor already whooped her ass. She's hit every benchmark that you can as an as a talent. Um, whereas they would have probably called up Mandy. They can call up Roxanne now. Um, and since Bailey's getting rid of her damage control, I'm sure that's a good dance partner for her in the future. Mm-hmm. Um they're probably going to call up um, what's Ginger Mahal's uh, jams? Please, God. Beer. It, in the sheer? Yeah. Oh, God. We don't need them. We don't need them. They need to call up um, They need to call up the, the, the Brutus and, and Julius. Uh, here's my thing is that if, if, they, if they come up, Mio, some people are going to have to go on the main roster. Some people are going to have to get let go. I think that that's on the way, to be honest with you. And no NXT. Like, if stuff isn't working, I think people are going to start getting cut pretty soon. I mean, tis the season, as they would say. Very morbid, but still very, very real. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean. I've, I've never been lower on it. I'm going to – I'm hoping this this week is good. I, I Again, I think they fridged Tiffany Stratton, too. I feel like it's like, yo, you were – she was being looked at as kind of like that next star, and then you made you put a fucking ladder match around her. You know what I mean? I'm just like, if it's either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. You know what I mean? I'm like, you, you have to pull the trigger on someone. You have to go with somebody and you just won't do it. If you're going to go with, with Melo, you have to do some changes with him. He can't just be fucking slang. You know what I mean? Like he has to have <laughs> two. You know what I mean? Like, like again, like I'm, I've, I have, I've lost the patience with them, to be honest. I hear you. All right. Well, listen, draft coming up in a couple of weeks. I'm sure we'll have more draft oriented questions and things coming up. Um, but yeah. That's been the show, man. Yeah, it is. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Great week for wrestling, I think, even even with like a, a lack of news. I want to thank Chat GP uh, for for helping us this week. That was our that's our special guest. Hey, there you go. Might be back. Who is knows? it GPT or GP? GPT. Okay, there you go. Thanks, Chat GPT, for all of your uh, interesting ideas. Thank you, Mills, for joining the show. Uh, as if you're a fucking guest. Hey, man. Thanks for being with me. I appreciate it nonetheless. I appreciate exactly. you being here, too. And we'll see you guys next week with more of the latest and greatest in pro wrestling on the A-Show. Peace. <laughs>